Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in Heaven. I've got a great show for you today. Just recently, I had the privilege of sitting down with the host of the Evangelism on Fire podcast, Mark Tallis. We just had this great conversation about the power of genuinely showing love and care when witnessing our faith to others. If you want to take your evangelism to the next level, definitely listen to this episode. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ to fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Go for Ministries, who provides all of our equipment rental for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services, who provides our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained. And Life Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information at our website at christinaperera.org. Do you have a loved one's special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name with a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in honor of your loved one, visit us at christinaperera.org slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Plexus Living Free. It's hard to do and be all that God has for us. World changers, the light of the world, when you don't feel your best. Most of the health issues we deal with today have the same roots of poor gut health, blood sugar imbalance, and inflammation. But you can address those issues with best-in-class plant-based supplements. Your body can come into balance and you can be healthy and thrive. That's exactly what Plexus products do. They improve your gut health, balance your blood sugar, and reduce inflammation naturally helping you thrive from the inside out. Whether you're looking for immune system and active lifestyle support, improve digestion and nutrition, or balance your body through natural products, or even lose weight, Plexus products are an answer. Take this quiz and receive 10% off and free VIP membership on your way to health and happiness. Just enter code RJ10OFF. 
I've got a great offer for you guys today. I want to help you grow your faith and experience the promises of God. I have this beautiful Promises of God Creative Journaling Bible. It's a modern English version and you can get it for a discount right now through Charisma. I will have links in the podcast show notes. And of course, I also have a Healing Scriptures by Joseph Prince. This is one of my favorite books. It's such a great thing to feast on, both of these things. If you are believing God to move in an impossible situation in your life. So be sure to check out the show notes to get both of those resources. And as always, when you do, you help support Revealing Jesus, and I'm so thankful for that. As always, I will have links to today's show in the show notes where you can access all the information mentioned in today's episode, plus additional resources to help you grow in grace and peace as you fix your eyes on Jesus. So without further ado, let's listen in on my conversation with Mark Thomas. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me. He is the founder of the Evangelism on Fire podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Mark Thomas. Christina, thank you so much for having me today. And I just want to start off by acknowledging you for all the great things that you're doing through your podcast, Revealing Jesus and your ministry. And it's truly an honor to be here with you today. Oh, you are so sweet, my friend. Well, anybody who loves lifting Jesus up and reaching the lost is a special, special friend to me. And you are doing the same. So absolutely, it's an honor to have you. Um, I've told our listeners so much about you. Can you share with them maybe something personal just to help get to know you? Sure. Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Mark Thomas. I'm in the soul restoration business. I nearly died from three drug overdoses, but Jesus saved my life and gave me hope to live. Now I live to tell what Jesus died and resurrected to say so that others may have the opportunity to be restored with their creator and have ultimate hope for their lives. Mm. Yes. So that's that's what I live for. That's my mission. And that's pretty much my DNA. I love that so much. You know, when Jesus saves us, he really truly does become our DNA. When he, when we catch a glimpse of that, that beautiful savior who just gave it all for us. And he brings us from a dark place and brings us into his glorious light. I mean, how can we not help, but give our lives for the gospel, give our lives to see those who are hurting, come home to him. Yes. You said it. You said it. And to all your listeners, I want to, I'm going to start off by saying this, God loves you. I love you. You have divine purpose and you matter. I always like to start off with that because you know what? Everyone needs to know or be reminded that, Hey, God loves them and that they matter. So everyone listening, God loves you. I love you. And I know Christina loves you and you matter. So 
take that with you for from today for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've so found that to be so true in my ministry. Oftentimes when I encounter people, just telling them that they are loved and that they are matter and that they're seen by God and seen by us is so impactful. Yes. I, I think, I think a lot of times Christians think that it's, it's too basic, but it's mm. not, it's really not. There's really, we don't graduate from the love of God. Mm. It, we just don't. <laughs> you said it. I mean, it's, it's basic, but it's profound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, one of my favorite events that we do in ministry is called the King's Table. And it's literally a prophetic um, vision of how people matter to God. What we do is we set up this beautiful wedding banquet and we invite members of the homeless community into it and members of um, at-risk community groups. So people living in domestic shelters and things like that. And we invite them into this beautiful banquet and we literally display the love of God before their eyes. And they're like, why, why would you, the testimonies that I hear from this are like, why would you do this for us? Why? And that is the gospel. Why did Jesus do that for us? He didn't have to, Mm. he, he absolutely didn't have to, but he was willing. So willing, you know, the father sent the son before we could even ask before we knew we needed it before we knew that we never deserve it. And yet he sent the son. It's amazing. Yes. And I love the King's table. You know what? That is such a great ministry. That's a great event. You know why? Because you reach out to the people and you show them tangibly that God loves them, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's one of the ways he reveals himself. So that's just so amazing that, that you do that. And that's just one of the, the many ways God is using you. So, you know, uh, that just gets me excited when I hear you talk about that each and every time. Hmm. Thank you, friend. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I love how God is using you in your Evangelism on Fire podcast. Uh, you have this catchphrase called the boom. Can you tell our <laughs> listeners where that came from? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm going to tell you the boom is just simply the good news, the 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 gospel of Jesus Christ. And um, you know what? I, I like to call it the boom because over the years, as I share the gospel with people and they accept Jesus, you know, as their savior, uh, to me, it's the most exciting thing that can ever happen. Right. Right. Yes. So, so I just, I would always call it the boom and it just caught on over the years. So now every time that we lead someone to Jesus, we share the gospel um, you know, and someone comes to Christ, we call it the boom. We celebrate by saying, boom. Hey, there is another person who's accepted Jesus as their savior. There's a party going on in heaven. So why not have a party here on earth? Amen. And we call it, yeah, right. We call it the boom. I love so it's just, it. Just a, another kind of fresh new way to package the gospel so people can get excited. You know what? Because people need to get excited about the good news, the, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that's what, you know, that's what that's all about. I love that so much. Cause you know, the Bible says that the power of God unto every believers, uh, soterior, um, is the word in the Greek there it's used for salvation 
is the yes. gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God. And if you look at the definition of soteria, it is salvation, healing, deliverance, preservation from evil. That is the power of God unto every believer's salvation. And uh, I'm so thankful for the gospel. You know, I truly yes. believe that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the answer. It, it will always be the answer. And I, and I tell people this all the time. The gospel is not something that you hear once. It's something that you hear every single day. Mm. And, and what I mean by that is, is every day we are encountering a situation where we need saved, where we need healed, where we need delivered, where we need prospered and preserved from evil. And when we hear the gospel, when we hear what Jesus has done for us, when we hear uh, the place that he's invited us into and the love of God, it, it's where our faith comes from and says, you know what? Yes, I have this terrible situation over here, but guess what? The gospel, the good news, the grace of God has delivered me from that, has preserved me from that, has healed me from that. And it's something that we have to do every single day, renewing our minds to the truth of what Jesus has done for us. Yes, yes. And if I had to translate that and put what you just said so beautifully into one word, I would say, boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the boom, Christina. You just broke it down. That's the boom. That's a Yuan Gillion. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. It's the best news that a human ear will ever hear, or that a human soul will ever digest, right? Right, right. Yes. I know it's so beautiful. And if we just catch a glimpse of it, our hearts will burn. If we just catch, catch a glimpse of Jesus, our hearts will burn. Yes. Um, so you work so hard trying to equip believers with the boom and you share it out on the streets. And I absolutely love that. Um, can you share with me a testimony that had a really big impact on you? Yeah. Well, you know what, when I first introduced myself, um, you know, at the beginning of your podcast, you know, I, I, I told people that, you know, I nearly died from three drug overdoses. Mm. So when here's, here's what the gospel, when it's shared outside of the church walls, here's how it affects people. Myself, I did not grow up in a Christian home. Uh, so I didn't have Christian values. Now I had great parents and they brought me up as good as they, you know, they could. Mm -hmm. They loved me, but there were no godly values. There were no Christian values. So I looked to the world uh, to, to be a success, you know, and the world teaches when you're a guy uh, that success is you have a lot of money. You have a lot of material possessions. You party hard like a rock star. Uh, you have, you're very promiscuous. You have a very um, party type lifestyle and so when I was growing up, you know, I looked to those Hollywood stars as role models. Mm. So fast forward um, to about age 26. And Christina, I was always, I always knew right from wrong, but I, I gravitated to what was wrong because in my mind, that's where all the action was at, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I just turned into this really, really... Um, I had a lifestyle of just partying and drinking and that led into drug use. And, mm. and after a while enough wasn't enough. So I took like a three month tour looking for a place in our country, drove around all around the country, looking for a city 
that was going to sustain my my party lifestyle came down to two cities new orleans and las vegas and i chose las vegas because that was more my style at the time got wrapped up in the party scene started meeting celebrities and just those you know that the people that were in that party culture and I got immersed into that party lifestyle and I found myself addicted to drugs mm. and, you know, severely addicted and fast forward a little bit into that drug addiction. I'm at my second drug addiction. Now, Christina, you know me, I'm a short man. I'm five foot three, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So I'm five foot three. Uh, I'm a small man, but at the time in my drug addiction, at the second, you know, my second drug overdose, I was skin and bones emaciated, wow. really near death. Oh my God. I was right around 65 pounds. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. So that's how, how bad my drug addiction has, you know, had overcome my body. So around that time, now, this is the power of the boom. This is the power of the gospel. This is my first interaction with the gospel, okay? Mm. People would come up to me. And now, keep in mind, at this time, I've lost everything. And I went from having a lot of money and being the main party guy. And as you lose your material possessions, as you lose all your money, people, they, they go on to the next party, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm alone. I realized that I have really, I have no friends. They just used me for what I had. Mm -hmm. And I was alone. And I was near death. And I started thinking about God, started thinking about what happens after you die, because there's no motivator than a near death experience to start making a person think about that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, and I always knew that God existed, but I pushed him away. I didn't want to know him because I knew as as, as you come to know God, there's a certain commitment there, right? Yeah. And I wanted to live my lifestyle mm -hmm. and not know him because I don't want any responsibility or commitment of knowing him. But when yeah. I got close to death, I started thinking in different ways than I've ever thought, started thinking, I want to die out here. You know, this drug addiction is the only thing I've ever tried to quit in my life that I wasn't successful at. And I just started, you know, praying, saying, God, if you're real, you know, show me. Yeah. I need answers. And then in between my second and my third drug overdose, people, total strangers, Christina, would come up to me and they would ask me, hey, can we pray with you? Now, here I am, a drug out, skin and bones, emaciated person and these strangers are coming up to me and they wanted to touch me and they wanted to pray with me right wow that's amazing yeah and and before that i wouldn't let anyone touch me i wouldn't let anyone uh pray with me and i welcome that mm, yeah so they would pray with me they would put their hand on my shoulder as they were praying and i'm thinking to myself i wasn't a loving god this time christina right <laughs> All right. So I'm thinking, why would a total stranger want to touch another stranger and pray with them? And I knew that these people, they had care and love like I had never seen mm -hmm. you know, in people. And as they were praying, 
they would ask me, hey, you need help. You're going to die if you don't get help. And they loved and, and they cared for me and they were total strangers. And I knew, I knew that all those people that were coming up to me, praying with me, I knew that God was sending them. I didn't really believe mm. in God um, at that time, but I knew if God existed, he was sending these people to me, right? Amen. Yes. And then yeah. people would share the gospel with me. Keep in mind, I didn't grow up in church. I had never heard the gospel before, you know, wow. I didn't know anything about God. I had Christina, I was 31 years old when people started coming up to me and sharing the gospel with me. I had never heard about Jesus before then. Wow. And we live in the United States of America, right? Wow. That is. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my first encounter with the gospel is people coming up to me and saying, Hey, you know what? God loves you. And I, and I would say to them, look at me, I'm a mess. There's no way God could love me. Cause you know what, without knowing God, people have a preconceived, they have preconceived uh, ideas about who God is. Right. Yes. Yes. So people would come up to me and they say, Hey, God loves you. He wants to help you out. And I said, there's no way God loves me. If you knew the type of sinful life that I've been living in as a lifestyle, there's no way. See, I thought God would only accept me when I cleaned myself up for him to accept me and I knew I didn't have that much time left on the clock, I was near death, right? Yeah. So my first gospel experience is when people would come up to me and they say, God loves you. Do you believe that? Well, I don't really know. Uh, I said, if God loves me, you know, will he heal me? Yeah. Yeah. He'll heal me. Jesus was sent to forgive you of your sins. He died on the cross for you to demonstrate his love for you. You know, he's going to forgive all your sins. Uh, he's going to make a way for you to be in a relationship with God. He's going to uh, give you eternity in heaven. And I, I would ask people questions. How can Jesus love someone like me? You know, and they would tell me, Christina, they would share as they were sharing the boom, you know, the gospel with me. Mm -hmm. that Jesus died for exactly where you are in your life and he loves you and you don't need to clean yourself up to go to him. You just accept him and he will completely clean you up and heal you. Yeah. So absolutely. how that the, the gospel, that was my first encounter when people would come up to me and share the gospel with me. And that's how I first heard the gospel. And that's how I came to know Jesus. So my first gospel experiences were the people that God sent to me to share, you know, to reveal Jesus with me. And that's how I came to Christ through that. So mm -hmm. the gospel that is shared outside the four walls of the church in the church, the gospel that's proclaimed around the world, um, is the most potent thing on planet earth. Absolutely. I love that. I love that testimony, Mark. That's so powerful. You know, a lot of times people think just the same thing that you thought that they need to clean themselves up before they go to God. Like how could God possibly love them in their absolute brokenness? Um, but he does because he is love. He is love. And you know, the world has a they can understand a measure of love, but God's love is so much higher than the world's uh, vision of what love is. It's mm. it's just a scratch on the surface, you mm. know? Yeah. 
And uh, it's so beautiful because we can't clean ourselves up. And that's exactly why Jesus came because none of us could clean ourselves up. So he had to come to us. And, uh, you know, that is the ministry that every believer has been given. The Bible calls it the ministry of reconciliation. So when those people were out on the street and praying for you and, you know, touching you and laying hands on you and just telling you how loved you are, they were operating in the ministry of reconciliation. Yes. And, and when we share the gospel, <clears throat> a lot of times I've found that people know that they're sinners, but what they don't know is that they're loved um, and they're wanted by God. That's what yes. they need to know. And uh, yes. if we can just get a hold of that and uh, we can turn this world upside down. You said it. And you know what? I love you bring in the point up about the ministry of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. That's what they were doing. They were engaging in the great commission, the mission of the great commission, right? That's right. Yes. And one thing with my podcast evangelism on fire podcast, you know what? I can say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to, I'm going to be bold and just tell it like it is Christina. Okay. We, <laughs> we as the church. Okay. I can say this because I'm a pastor of a church, right? Yes, you are. You are. You are. We as the church have done a poor job of explaining and teaching people in the church community, you know, or the body of believers, what the ministry of reconciliation is. Mm -hmm. We've done a poor job of that. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of believers, the reason why they're out they're they're not out there witnessing or so winning or sharing their faith in Jesus with others is because we as the church have failed them and we haven't properly taught them that that's their role. And you're right. A lot of people think when uh, someone shares the gospel, it's the pastor's job. It's a cler the clergy's job. It's a full-time staff member of a church's job. They don't realize that it's every Christ follower's job and we're commanded mm -hmm. And I like to say it like this, Christina, we get to engage in the ministry of reconciliation and we get to share the gospel with people. And so that's one of the reasons why I created Evangelism on Fire podcast, because I'm going to fill in that gap where the mm -hmm. church has failed. And I want to I want to teach every born again believer that, hey, God has called us, you know, to the ministry of reconciliation, we're called to share our faith in Jesus with others. Amen. Yeah. So, Amen. and you, and you know what, Christina, here, here, this is a stat. Uh, it's a sad stat, but I think it's something that we need to be aware of as Christ followers. 95% of Christians, 95% of Christ followers will never lead someone to Jesus as their savior, right? What? I have never heard that before. Oh my goodness gracious. 95. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again because people are shocked and they're, they're, they're saying to, to, to themselves right now, what did he just say? 95% of Christians will never lead someone to Jesus as their savior. Wow. That is so sad. Well, you know, Jesus tells us pray, the harvest is right. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will send laborers into the field. And you know, Mark, that's what you are doing with your Evangelism on Fire podcast, and that's what I'm doing with Revealing Jesus and in, in our ministry as well. And my hope and my prayer is that we can equip and send some people into the harvest fields because, oh my goodness, that, that is just astounding. 
Yes, yes, you said it. And you know what? That's one thing. There's many things, Christina, that I love about you. But one of those things that I really love about you and, you know, all your ministries, everything you're involved with, your lifestyle is you're all about revealing Jesus to people that God puts in your path. You Mm -hmm. know what? And and for the listeners that are listening right now, maybe most of them know this, but, you know, in Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20, listen to what Jesus, he gives this to us. He says, Jesus came and told his disciples, and you know what? He's telling me, he's telling you, Christina, he's telling everyone that's listening who Mm -hmm. are Christ followers. I have been given authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am always mm-hmm. with you, even to the end of the age. And you know what? One of the things God, he commands us to do this. And it's a gift that mm-hmm. we get to go and make disciples. And the first part of going is making sure we take the boom out and we share that gospel message mm-hmm. and we reveal Jesus to them. And they then have the basic right of every every human being and that's to hear the gospel message shared with him at least one time absolutely absolutely and you know the last part of that verse i was just sitting here listening to you as you quoted it i just started to tear up when jesus Mm. says surely i am with you always even to the end of the age and you know that's the most amazing part that we get to co-labor with the glorified risen christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, we yes. get to co-labor with him and he is with us. You know, I remember I, I did grow up in a Christian home and my parents did take us to church. And I remember going to youth group when I was 15 years old and we went out on evangelistic missions and I was so terrified at the time. You know why? I was so afraid that I wouldn't know what to say to people and how God has raised me up to help a quick equip others what to say to people Mm. that's the that's the goodness of god right there so don't be afraid if you think you don't know what to say just keep listening to the gospel just keep partnering with jesus just keep listening to the holy spirit all you got to do is just lean your ear into the heart of god for the person in front of you that's it that's it you said that's such good i call that a wisdom bomb right there that's such a great (laughs) wisdom bomb you know what? It makes me think, Christina, you're going to laugh at this. Uh, when I first got, got saved, right, I started immediately telling everyone about God, you know, and all I knew was God is real, you know, so I would go around and I would I would tell everyone God is real. And they would ask me questions and I would just tell them, mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. I just I know that I should have been dead from, mm-hmm. you know, three drug overdoses. Right. Yeah. And. I asked Jesus to my heart, like nearly one breath from death. He saved my life. It's a miracle. And I can tell you that he's real. I don't know anything else besides that. But for people who want to share uh, Jesus with others and they want to share their faith, I love what you said. We've been given all authority. Just share what you know about Jesus with as many people as you can. Mm. And 
you know, when we have those conversations, we'll be surprised that the Holy Spirit yes. will take over that conversation and yes. will lead and guide us to say exactly what he wants us to say. And, you know, that's, that's part of that authority that God gives us when we, you know, when we share the gospel message, when we share the boom with people. So I love that what you just said. Yes. Yes. Because people don't, they don't need a set of, uh, you know, talking points, uh, for sharing their faith. What they need is, is to connect with that person in front of them and connect with who the, who they know of God. And, you know, it's, it's hard to just, um, dryly give people a set of uh, lists and requirements and things. And you have to say this, you have to say this. I find a lot of times that really shuts people down because they're like, oh my gosh, did I forget to say this? Did I forget to say this? Did I say that? Did I say that? And then before you know it, it seems more like some kind of, I don't know, like, I, I don't know what's the word for it, but maybe, you know, a better word, but it just seems like they're not connected to the person in front of them. They're more connected to that list of rules and regulations. And Jesus never operated like that. Everybody that came in front of Jesus, he said something different to them, you know? And, and I think we just have to get out of our box of evangelism and listen to the Holy spirit and really connect with what God specifically wants to say to that person. Yes. I mean, you're completely right. And you're right. If we follow a script, uh, we can sound almost robotic. Yes. That's it. Robotic. There we go. That's the word you were looking for. I, yeah. I, I can sense it, right? And people, you know what? When they know, here's the secret sauce to evangelizing. Well, number one, you know, you want to always stay in prayer, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Once you're prayed up, you know, you have all the power mm-hmm. um, that God offers. But people want to know that you care. Yes. When they yes. know you care, like these people, when they were, when God sent these people up to me in Las Vegas and they came up to me. I didn't know anything about them. I didn't know anything about God, but I can, I can just, it was evident that these people took the time. Mm-hmm. They love me. And it wasn't because they love me. It's because it was the love of something. Now I know it to be God was flowing in and out of them. Mm-hmm. And I picked up on that. Right. Yes. So, yeah. So people want to know that you care and that you're going to take time and that you're going to bring them into your space and, and love on, on them. And when they know that, you know, God will melt their hearts in preparation for what you're going, you know, you're going to share with, them, you know? Yes. That is so good, Mark. I love that so much. Yeah. Cause with, without having that connection, it's really, really hard to say yes to a loving God. If we're not witnessing a loving disciple in front of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. And I would ask people when they, you know, when they would witness to me in Las Vegas, you know, I asked them, why would you take the time to speak to me? And I remember hearing them say, you know what, God uh, first loved me and I love him and he wants me to share that with you. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's revolutionary right there, because I thought the last person that God could you know would ever love was me and so when i Mm. heard that and then combine that with the love that they had for me i just knew i said man you know god's got to be real i mean i i really think he's sending these people to me and you know that's what humanity needs they need to know that people actually love and care about them 
And that, that love flows from a higher power and his name is Jesus, right? That's right. That's right. But how can they know unless someone is sent? Mm. So, you know, and, and that's, that's why we do what we do. So that's that right. we, can, we can send those into the field. Yep. Well, Mark, yeah. this has been so good. Do you want to, is there anything burning on your heart you want to say directly to our listeners? Yeah. You know what? I, I would say this, I would say, um, witnessing, sharing the boom is the responsibility of God's people. Mm-hmm. And I have met Christina. I have, and I, I believe you're going to, you know, know this to be true. I have met many bored Christians but I, I have never, and I will never meet a bored soul winner, a Christian who is on fire, who is out spreading the love of God, who's sharing the gospel message with others, you know? So I would just say, you know, there's a lot of Christ followers out there and, you know, they feel like their, their, their relationship is stagnant with God. And I would challenge you. If your relationship is stagnant with God, are you engaging in the ministry of reconciliation? Are you engaging in the mission of the Great Commission? Are you allowing God to use you to share his love with other people? You know, if if you're not, that could be your missing piece to your uh, walk with Christ. So if you want to live the most exciting life that God has created you to live, then begin to actively share your faith in Jesus with others. God is calling you. You can become equipped and you are the person that God wants to use in your own unique way to bring other people to Jesus, to reveal Jesus to them. So you can, God can use you to lead them to Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Mm, amen, Mark. And I feel like we could have a whole nother conversation just on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yes, that dynamic relationship with Jesus, following Jesus, going out into the harvest field, laying, truly laying down your life for him. I tell you what, man, I've never been bored. I've been terrified. I've been stretched. I've been <laughs> ecstatic with joy. Um, but one thing is I've never, never been bored. Never. Mm. That's right. I love what you just said. Ecstatic with joy. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, will you pray for our listeners before we go that they can begin to partake in that ministry of reconciliation? Absolutely. It would be an honor and definitely a privilege. Thank you, Mark. Yes. So father God, I just come to you and father, I lift up every listener that's listening right now and God, my prayer to them is is simple, but it's something that I believe they need to hear. Uh, Father, let them realize, reveal to them right now, right this very second, that God, you love them. Mm -hmm. You love them so much that human words can't even formulate your love for them. So Father, let them know that right now, that God, you love them that God, that they matter and that they have a divine purpose Mm -hmm. and God, that you have saved them. You have saved every believer to serve you. Mm -hmm. So God, I pray that you put in every listener's heart 
a burning desire to not be able to walk by people without thinking about their eternal souls. Father, reveal to us that people are not going to be lost who don't know Jesus. They are already lost right now. Mm-hmm. And if we don't care, how are they going to hear about the boom? How are they going to hear about the gospel message of God? Every listener right now, God, put a hunger, put a desire in us to share about your love, to share about your son, Jesus, and explain the gospel to them. And Father, I pray over every need of our listener, Lord, as you put that desire in them, that Father, that they will be obedient to your leading, that they will step out their comfort zone, and they will start sharing Jesus mm-hmm. with a fire in God. Every listener, they're struggling with something. I pray, God, over their every need spiritually, bring them closer to you. May they be more intimate with you, God, than they've ever been in their life. Mm-hmm. Maybe may they seek you with all their heart, their soul, and everything that they are, they consist of. Father, I pray for their every physical need. I pray a healing in their body where their body needs healing, a divine touch. I pray for their every emotional, their every mental need. And Father, those who are facing financial needs, I pray, God, that you will provide for them. And God, I just simply pray for Christina's revealing Jesus audience Mm. that you bless them with each and every breath they breathe and every step that they walk. I simply pray your best for them. And it's in your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Well, Mark, this has been so fun to have you with me here today. It's, it's, it's an honor. Um, thank you so much for having me as your guest today. I just, uh, it's really an honor. I appreciate you. Of course. My pleasure, Mark. But I hope and I pray that today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Mark Thomas. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.